0: Welcome to Philanthropy Today, powered by the GMCF, the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. I'm Dave Lewis, your host for Philanthropy Today, where we discuss the efforts of members of the nonprofit community that are working in conjunction with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. We have a new series of episodes. And we call them the 25 Days of Christmas, where our focus will be on end-of-year giving and holiday hopes for our organizations. We'd also like to remind you to subscribe or follow Philanthropy Today wherever you get your podcasts and you'll get notifications when our new episodes launch. Now to the 25 days of Christmas on Philanthropy Today. And today we're visiting with Michelle Ward, who is the marketing director and also director of education for the Manhattan Arts Center. Welcome to Philanthropy Today.
1: Thank you so much, Dave. It's an absolutely pleasure to be here.
0: Well, we seem like we talk a lot on the radio. We do a lot of fun things at the Manhattan Arts Center, and I've been a fan and a supporter for a lot of different things. But let's talk a bit about what, from your perspective, the Manhattan Art Center offers.
1: We are the community's hub for live theater and live music, art, um, classes, workshops that feature your neighbors and your friends and the wonderful professionals who live in our community. It's a very special place at MAC that you can not only come and see great art, but you can be part of it. You can be on stage, you can be backstage, you can be in a class, you can be in a workshop, and we have programs for students ages nine months to 99 years old. So it's a really wonderful cross-section of our community.
0: It amazes me how many people are engaged in the various activities at the Manhattan Arts Center.
1: It really is phenomenal. We've had over a thousand registrations in a year. Um, Even in the last year with COVID, we've been really fortunate to um, see our enrollments increase with some clever scheduling and class planning. And our audiences have continued to come even with social distancing and the requirements um, of things. But they have shown up and we could not be more grateful and they, they know that they're coming to support a huge portion of their community when they do.
0: COVID's really thrown a lot of curveballs your way in the last couple of years.
1: It really has. You know, when we closed um, in March 2020, um, which seems so long ago, but we really made some great adjustments and learned very quickly. We are fortunate that a lot of people support MAC in lots of ways, and we know lots of people in the community. So we were able to reach out to lots of resources to know how to be safe and come back into our spaces. We were able to have camp that year and uh, to change some programming for the, the whole following year. And now in 2020, Twenty um, one. There's a real sense of uh, a normalcy to a lot of things that we do, certainly on a smaller scale with some uh, additions, including masks and, you know, not sharing supplies and keeping distance. But a lot of our programs are back to what they were to some extent. And we're thrilled to be able to do that for the community.
0: A lot of the artists have been somewhat compromised when it comes to live performances, but you have so many other forms of art. And like, you know, you've had a wrap it up here and, you know, celebrating the holidays at the art center and, and, People have had an opportunity that, to work on their crafts over the last year and a half or two.
1: Absolutely and it's been really inspiring to see the growth that some of these artists have had. A lot of them have changed mediums or expanded the mediums that they're using and it's wonderful to see them come back after so many months and say you know in my time of isolation I discovered this and here I am with this new art form and it's brought a whole new uh, liveliness and um, uh, something great for them to share with the community so it's been really the growth across the board has been really wonderful and a lot of folks have been very grateful especially the artists and um, the community who support those artists several other galleries had to close lots of places didn't get to have their shows they've not reopened and we're fortunate at mac that with great support and lots of grant writing that we were able to stay open and and have a wonderful resource for everyone
0: if you were to look back at 2021 and and let's include 2020 what would you say are some of the big wins some of the victories that you had at the mac
1: I think uh, live theater is absolutely number one. Our um, education programs across the board, the fact that we were able to bring people back into our spaces safely so that we could have lots of classes and workshops, but especially theater. We found ways to um, have actors on stage and find shows and programs that we could do that would be safe for both the actors participating, the crew participating, and for our audiences, and find great material for us to work with. That still was fun and engaging, and um, we were able to bring back some live music this fall with our Birdhouse series which was really exciting and we kept we were smart and kept things you know to just one or two artists on stage so that there wasn't a band of 12 Um, but we really um, were able to engage artists and the audience both. And I think that's the biggest win that we've had. We've not had to close everything that we've done. We've been able to have our open studios to give people a place to be creative and imaginative. It was especially important when kids were still doing a lot of um, schooling from home and having to be online a lot. This past spring, spring of 21, we heard from so many families who were so grateful that their kids could come to Mac after school and have their art classes. And then our camp was hugely successful. The kids, I think they were saving up a lot of imagination. (laughs) For this summer of 2021, and it was really exciting to see their growth and to watch them engage um, in the arts across the board.
0: Our guest on philanthropy today is Michelle Ward with the Manhattan Arts Center. Let's take a look at uh, the year ahead, 2022, and now that you feel like you know things are getting back to some semblance of normalcy with some added avenues, uh, what are you looking forward to most in the coming year?
1: I think the regularity of what we have offered in the past, the familiar. Um, Routine. We're very excited to have live music again in January, and um, two groups in January, and uh, bring back, I don't want to jinx it, but to bring back musicals. We're scheduled to do a musical with both our youth theater program, Academy Youth Theater, and on stage with our main stage theater for Oliver, Um, and I, I think those are the two biggest things we're looking forward to. That's the thing we've been waiting to have back-to-back music um, and musicals on stage. I think that's what people really, really love in this community. It's a lot of fun.
0: You know, and I think that that's just one of the things that is just... it. It, it's one of the things that uh, just really gets into your heart and soul. Uh, my daughter was in uh, Junction City Theater and uh, then, you know, I went to to um, uh, McCain for a show here and and saw the um, beautiful, the Carol King musical. And it's just like, my gosh, how much I've been missing this type of presentation.
1: It really, it does feed your soul. I think there's something magical that happens when you're in the room, you get goosebumps, the hairs on your arms stand up because something really special, you can feel it across the room and there's uh, uh, an unspoken um, communication that happens between the actors and the audience um, that really just brings life to everything that you do, and I think it's part of what makes our community thrive. I think it's really integral to who we are as, you know, Manhattan and the surrounding region.
0: Well, it's a tremendous gift that you provide for the community.
1: It is absolutely our joy and pleasure to do it. It's really, and it is absolutely a community effort. There's so many folks involved, um, front of house, behind the scenes, the teachers who spend months planning, and the, the Everything that goes into the smallest detail to make sure that it happens. Lots of things that people don't see. We couldn't do it without um, an enormous crew of volunteers and people who are dedicated to helping the arts thrive here.
0: Are you embracing um, some new components like uh, doing some things virtually that... Would not have happened uh, if it weren't for COVID?
1: We did. um, We have done some streaming of some of our productions. And the summer of 2020, we did some uh, online art programs. But we were fortunate that we could find space and people were very grateful to have some in-person activities. So we've done sort of a mix of both. We've had some virtual things. We did a fundraiser virtually um, and, as I said, some streaming. And we were able to record the DVDs for some of our youth productions so that the kids could have that because we had to have limited audiences. So grandparents still got to see the show, um, even though it was after the fact.
0: Technology has been a wonderful thing to embrace.
1: It really has.
0: And sometimes it's embraced us.
1: Yeah, you can't avoid it now. But that's one of the first questions parents will ask. Is this going to be streamed? Can my, my parents live in Baltimore? Is this going to be streamed? So we um, we have to, and those are choices. You know, it's, it's changed a lot of the theater world and the music world. Uh, the artists and the companies, you know, who own the rights to these shows um, have to make changes as well. Because now everybody wants to have that as an option. And there's, you know, who owns it, who doesn't and how many times can you show it there's lots of things that go into that and what's worth it and not worth it and it's a process we're very fortunate to have um, um, k-state here locally so that we have wonderful students who know how to use lots of great recording equipment and can come in and record our shows and have good quality to put out there as well
0: michelle as part of our 25 days of christmas series we're asking our guests if you could have one christmas wish for the manhattan Arts center what would that be
1: I think our wish would be that everyone would visit Mac for a taste of everything that we offer. Try the music, try the theater, try the gallery, come and see so that you'll know that you have a place here to be creative and to support the creative people in your community. And we know that we'll help you find a place whether it's just as an audience member, that's not a just, that's a very important role to play. Or if you've been looking to learn to draw and to paint and to become an artist, we know it's in you and we can help you find it. I think that's our Christmas wish, that you will come and join us and be part of this community so that you're adding to the life that makes Manhattan such a great place to live.
0: A lot of art for the holidays. That sounds perfect, doesn't it? It really does. Well, thank you for joining us here on Philanthropy Today.
1: Thanks so much, Dave. It's always a pleasure to see you.
0: Thank you for joining us on Philanthropy Today, powered by the GMCF, the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. On our podcast, we discuss the efforts of members of the nonprofit community that work in conjunction with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. We have this new series of episodes called The 25 Days of Christmas, where we talk about end-of-year giving and holiday hopes for our organizations. Find out more about the work we do at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation on our website at MCF ks.org and just a quick reminder subscribe or follow philanthropy today wherever you get your podcasts so you can get the notifications when our new episodes launch i'm dave lewis we'll see you next time